Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> I'm such a big nerd. You have no idea. It's, yeah. Okay. I'm super pumped for today's interview. I can't wait to introduce you to Dr. Craig Wright. He is so cool. I could have talked with him for days. Literally, literally, literally. But I have some amazing announcements that you are not going to want to miss. So, first of all, this month's Soul Driven Collective Workshop is next Monday on June 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. She is a spiritual... Oh, it's with Saida Rose. Did I say that? <laughs> I get so excited and then I miss things. So I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to calm down. Saida Rose. I interviewed her on the podcast, episode 36. You can go back and check it out if you would like to. She's a spiritual teacher, energy healer, ascension guide. She works with ascended masters, with angels, with, I mean, she's, she's incredible. Highly recommend going to listen to that episode if you are interested. This workshop is embodying the higher self. And this is probably going to be the last complimentary workshop for anyone who is not a member of the Soul Driven Collective. So if you've been wanting to check these out, make sure to come. This is going to be beautiful. She's going to be sharing with us about the hows and whys of embodying our higher self. She'll be um, introducing us to higher level uh, guides to help facilitate that. And then she's going to walk us through an attunement to either strengthen our connection or just help facilitate it if you haven't connected with your higher self. Highly, highly recommend. Um, that's 7 p.m. on the 12th. And if you want to attend, email me, send me your email, and I will make sure that you get the Zoom details. Those always go out the day of the event. So that was numero uno. Um, number two, like, oh gosh, I think there's only like three or four days left of the founding members special if you want to join the Soul Driven Collective. So I've talked about this a lot. Um, if you're wanting to join a community of spiritually curious people, or if you just love this podcast and want to help support it because it is not free, <laughs> then I would love that. You can check it out. Links in the notes. Number three. I am hosting a summer sale for my readings. So you can book a 90 or a 60 or 90 minute Akashic Record reading or a life purpose and spiritual guidance session, which includes astrology, numerology, human design, and intuitive channeling with me through the month of July, 15% off. And you just use the code SUMMER when you're checking out. So you can find a link to my website in the notes as well. Um, number four, last final one, I promise. I shared this beforehand. I am going to be, I get a lot of questions about the Akashic Records and a lot of questions from people. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered by the Akashic Records, email me, soul driven podcast at gmail.com 
send me your question, send me your full legal name. I'm going to start answering these questions in a new segment that's coming out. Don't worry, I won't be using your name. You will stay private. But, you know, the thing is, is that I find that people ask questions in waves. And if someone is asking a question, there's a good chance that other people are. So I'll be intuitively choosing the questions, but make sure and submit because, yeah, I would love to answer questions for you from the Akashic Records. And that's really it. That's really it. We got through that in like four and a half minutes. Woohoo! Victory. <laughs> All right. Dr. Craig Wright. Dr. Craig Wright. First of all, I just want to apologize for the quality of this audio. Um, Rodrigo, who edits my podcast, wanted to shoot me. Uh, it just, unfortunately, Dr. Wright, he was sitting on his porch and there was a lot of noise coming in. So it isn't the best. I apologize. Rodrigo worked really hard to make it better for you. But um, yes, so my apologies. However, you are going to love, love, love meeting this man, hearing his story, having him talk about numerology. The thing is, is that I've known a lot of numerologists over the years because I've like enjoyed and studied numerology since I was a kid. And I've never come across someone who brings the depth and the spiritual component to the study of numerology like Dr. Wright. He's 70 years old and I could literally just like sit with him on his porch all day long and talk about numerology. He's been studying it for like 30, over 30 years. Um, he's also an ordained metaphysical minister. He is such a fascinating individual. And I know that when you hear him even tap into sharing information with me about my life path numbers or the numbers associated with my name, you're going to love, love, love this and want it for yourself. So I would highly recommend signing up for a session with him. You're just going to get so much knowledge. I mean, it was funny. We were like talking before I started recording and I had to like ask him to stop because he's just, he's such a channel for this information that he was like, telling me all these things. And I was like, wait, 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 we've got to record. We've got to record this. <laughs> um, and he has, I mean, he's one of the most humble spirits that I've met thus far in doing these interviews. So I'm just honored to introduce him and to bring this podcast to you, this interview. So make sure you hit me up. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if you learned anything. I'm so curious to hear. And without further ado, enjoy. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here.
Welcome back, folks, and thank you for joining us for another Soul Driven interview. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Dr. Craig Wright, a native of Baltimore, Maryland, where he studied religion and philosophy in his youth as a member of the Baltimore Ethical Society. He holds degrees in psychology and metaphysics. He is an ordained metaphysical minister and a certified metaphysical practitioner. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wright. (laughs) Hello, Anna. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on and to nerd out about numerology. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I was sharing um, before we started recording that numerology has been something that's been in my life since I was like a young kid on and off. And I've always paid attention to it. I'm always checking out my house numbers before I move in somewhere. Um, (laughs) And I utilize the karmic numbers with my clients. And so... um, But I came across um, Dr. Wright on another podcast and was just blown away. He brings a real depth of knowledge to numerology that I haven't come across yet. And so I reached out, asked him to be on the show and and come geek out on numerology with me. So I can't wait. Um, (laughs) So I guess we always start uh, my first question for all my guests. What makes you soul-driven? Well, uh, Anna, what, what makes me soul-driven, since I'm a numerologist, is my, was my epiphany. Um, as detailed in chapter one of my book, uh, it was the untimely death of a very close friend, which occurred over 49 years ago, that literally brought me to my knees and awakened me to the spiritual side of life. Um, at the time, I was so devastated that I, I was thinking to myself, why live it all? Um, if life has no rhyme or reason, if we're just arbitrarily snatched up and gone. So I didn't know it, but I had become a seeker. Okay, this this started me seeking the meaning of life. And one day I heard a song by Roy Ayers, and it was called In Search of the Third Eye. And the lyrics were, secrets of numbers, secrets of sound, secrets of wisdom will be found. Well, at the time, I was studying... Uh, numbers and figures to become uh i want to be a pilot so the sequence of numbers kind of caught my ear so long story short i got a copy of the the song the guy who wrote the song had read a book i got a copy of the book and that was my introduction to the science of numbers and that's that's where numerology the science of numerology gave me knowledge of my soul urge number and from then on i've been soul driven soul-driven. How, how long ago? So this was 49 years ago? 49 years ago. I was 21 years old. I just celebrated my 70th birthday on May the 4th. So what was it about this, like your friend's passing that, that hit you so intensely? Well, he died from a drug overdose, Anna, and I wasn't even aware that he was using. So it taught me I wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me. I felt like there should have been something I, sh- I should have been able to do something if I was more in tune. And for the first time in my life, I began to pray and ask God, why was I here? You know, what was the meaning of life? Why was my friend gone? And um, God answered back. <laughs> it's true. If you seek, you will find. If you cannot knock on the door without getting an answer. So God started to speak to me in a way that he knew I would understand, and that was through numbers. I mean, if he couldn't measure it, 
quantify it. You know, I was heavy into math and technology, and I thought God was a figment of, of, of people's imagination and a crutch for the weak until um, until my friend was gone, and I my knowledge couldn't sustain me. <laughs> so for the first time, I started to realize there was more to life than the physical senses. There was a spiritual side. In fact, I discovered numbers were different from figures. This is what this, the study of numerology taught me, that numbers were different from figures and that numerology readings are tools that allow us to see ourselves as the living word. So I began to study and really get involved. Um, so what do I mean when I say numbers are different from figures? Well, if I hold up a pen and I say I have one pen, that's a figure. That's a quantity on the physical plane. But if I look a little closer and I say scripto pens are number one, now I'm no longer talking about a quantity. The conversation is switched over to a quality. And that's the difference between figures and numbers. I discovered when I read in search of the third eye, the secrets of numbers, that numbers reveal spiritual qualities. And man, that was such a relief to let me know that the physical world was not all there was. It began my, my, my search into spirituality. It led me to search all the different world religions. And I discovered that like music, numbers are a universal language. It doesn't matter what you call God, Allah, Buddha, Yahweh. Um, yeah, it's really the all creator. the same. <laughs> the creator is real. Exactly. So were you always exactly. into numbers then? This was always a... a I, was always in, I was always into figures. Um, I, I got high grades in seventh grade. My parents decided there's going to be an engineer in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Which sort of like um, um, Joseph in the scripture. Joseph was a 28. My middle name is Edward. That's a 28. Um that kind of made my one of my peers very jealous of my mathematical abilities. So they began to test me. Um, take the number one, multiply it by two, divide it by two, add three. <laughs> What's the answer? <laughs> yeah, I used to love um, when I was a kid. It's so fascinating to me as well because so I, I used to love sitting around doing like I would make up these huge multiplication and long division. And I just so enjoyed that. And I skipped, uh, I skipped fifth grade largely because of my math scores. Awesome. Um, and then I got into high school uh, and just quite frankly, I switched like, you know, I, I decided to focus more on being cute than being smart. <laughs> and I barely, I had to actually, when I went to college, um, I had to get my, cause I had gone to a community college beforehand. I had to get my, um, my college professor. I can't remember what math class I was in at the time, but he had to write me a letter to be like, look, her scores are really low, but it's not because she doesn't get it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> because I, I, <laughs> I somehow lost the ability to work with numbers um, within the confines of a classroom. But I always, there was always something of a draw to numbers for me. And I remember as a young girl as well, because I was, I mean, I've shared on this podcast a couple of times, but I really was born into this lifetime knowing God. 
And when I would sit around with my Bible as a young girl, the numbers that were in the Bible were always of interest to me. It was like, why yes. these numbers, you know, yes. what was so special about these? Um, and I always That's wanted incredible. to learn more about them. <laughs> that my path, my path was the opposite. I did not believe Then I found numbers and I realized numbers were in the Bible and that's began my, my spiritual awakening and my, and my faith and my belief. So yeah, they were a path for me. That number 40 keeps showing up 40 days, 40 nights, four stands for orderliness and zero stands for God. So it's a sign God's establishing a new order. Um, Joseph was a number 28. I mentioned him. Um, the number 12 shows up in the Bible many, many times. Jesus had 12 disciples. One plus two is three. three he was three, three. three wise men, three disciples. Your first name is a three. I have a three tattooed on me because like literally everything has happened in threes in my life. And three has always been such a huge number. That is a powerful, powerful number. The number three. It stands for youth expression and from the story of christ we find out it means spirituality and also abundance abundant living comes from mm. the three so you're here to spread sunshine and joy I <laughs> <laughs> for the most part i'm pretty successful um while we're on the topic i had mentioned to this to you right before we started recording but i read last night in the gene keys um, that 37 was Christ's number in the Gemantria, like Hebrew numerology. I was curious awesome. about that because 37 has always been my number, like my email address, Anna Hendricks, 37 at Gmail. I mean, like 37 has always been my jam because threes and sevens. And But I was just really curious. Uh, do you know about that or have you... I can tell you about the 37, but I can't address the source that you are referring to. Yeah. Um, but the 37, three stands for expression. We just talked about the three. Seven is a number of faith. On the seventh day, God rested. So seven stands for faith and being still. The scripture tells us to be still and know. So the 37 means you have the ability to be still to intuit God but you also have the responsibility to express and share your findings and to lead others. Three plus seven is 10. One stands for leadership, zero stands for God. So and 37, beginnings, right? Yes, new starts, new beginnings, and leadership. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birth path was at number 37. One plus 15, mm. plus one plus nine, plus two is seven. So it it's a very, it's a number of the spiritual leader who's, Gifted vocally. <laughs> I love that. Well, I've heard, I mean, like, you know, there's angel numbers and there's all of these, um, you know, outside, I think of numerology, there's, there's different ideas for what, like I've heard like 333 is the number for, for Jesus or for Christ. So when I came across this, I was just like, oh my gosh, 37. But the way you explained it is perfect. 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 Um, so I guess before we go like any further, maybe take us, we should take a step back. And if you could define what numerology is for, for those who are unfamiliar. Yes, I'd be glad to. Numerology, uh, we've all heard of different ologies, psychology, geology. So numerology is the study of numbers. As I mentioned before, 
is the study of the spiritual significance of numbers. Uh, it's been around, oh, I think the earliest, the, the, the earliest record of anything written was on a tortoise shell and it was numbers. So numbers predated letters. Um, the system that I felt most familiar with is, has been called the Pythagorean system of numerology. Um, after reading the third eye, I went to the Library of Congress and began to read and study about numerology. Everyone who had geometry got a little taste of Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> but he also had a life theorem. And if you read about his life, you find out that he went to Egypt and studied there. Many scholars went to Egypt and studied there. It's been dated back to 3001 BC. So the knowledge of the numbers was in wisdom texts. People knew about numbers before they knew about letters because it was a universal language, a way of speaking. Um, numbers are also found in the halls of the Egyptian mystery schools uh, where Jesus went to Egypt and studied, Moses went to Egypt and studied. And as a result, we began to see them starting to change names. <laughs> okay. Um, to change names of the people they were working with, people they were around. So all of this came from um, their association with the Egyptians. So the basic theory is we were all created by the word. And words are vibrations. Right now, I'm just vibrating the air. And we've been trained to use letters and numbers as symbols for those vibrations. Uh, starts in grade school. Teacher says, ah, looking around. What's wrong with this lady? That's the A sound, boys and girls. Oh, and the learning begins. They give us a vibration and the symbol for it. Same thing with numbers. One, that's this number. Two, that's two ones. So that's how we begin. Learning about words, the symbols, so it follows logically, since we were created by the word, and words are symbolized with letters and numbers, the letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday are symbols of the word of God that created us. For those of you out there who have a musical background, it's just like a composer uses letters for notes and numbers for timing. Letters in our name with the numbers in our birthday are symbols for the song that we play in the symphony of life. You know, we are God's song. So that's kind of numerology in a, nut, in a nutshell. And I don't think you'll hear anybody explain it like that. <laughs> but that's how it no. was explained to me. No one, no one came to me and said, here, Craig, here's a book on numerology. Check this out. Didn't happen like that. I got a, a two by four from the universe saying, wake up. <laughs> here's why you're here. Listen to this song. Now get to the library and start studying this stuff. So, um, well, good on you now, for listening. I mean, <laughs> good gosh. Sometimes it takes a lot more than that to get us to listen. Um, yeah. So in regards to like the numerology, I know that things like you were kind enough to do um, a mini reading for me. But, you know, like there's life path numbers and soul path numbers and um, all kinds of different like destiny and personality and, and those kinds of things. Um, yes. Which are the ones that like, would you say are most important or do they all just play a really huge role and, and can't be, <laughs> can't <laughs> be removed? <laughs> well, yes and yes. They all play a huge role but they are prioritized, you know, okay. they are prioritized. It's like, 
Um, a steering wheel in your car, that's important. But if you don't have an engine, it doesn't matter. You know, So <laughs> the engine would be more of a priority. <laughs> and so, yes, they all come together very beautifully. But there are two numbers that are the strongest and, and the most powerful. The strongest of all the numbers is your birthday. The numbers in your birthday are symbols for the gifts you receive from God, and they cannot be changed. You can so change your name legally. Uh, each number plus the sum. The sum is okay. called the life path. That's the sum of those numbers. But each number and the sum hmm. are all symbols for the gifts you have received. Your month is a gift. Your day is a gift, your year is a gift, and the sum is your major gift. That's called the life path or the different names for it. But yeah, that's a life path number. So that's that's um, where all the power is because that comes from creator. Um, those gifts can't be changed. We can develop those gifts or we can ignore them, but they're intrinsic. So just to clarify, um, when you say like every number in a birth date... Yeah, let's use your birthday. When yeah. is your birthday? That's 11-27-81. Okay. So every number symbolizes a gift. You said you were born knowing God was real. You were born in November. The number 11 is called the master of illumination, the master teacher, and the master of revelation. So you were born with a spiritual connection to the other side. The name Jesus, J-E-S-U-S, one, five, one, three, one, adds up to the number 11. You were born on 11. That's all I'm going to say about that, okay? You had that, like you said, oh, I, I knew God when I came in. <laughs> that was a gift. The number 27, that's the Job vibration. We were talking about numbers in the Bible. J is the 10th letter. O is the 15th, and B is the second. That adds up to 27. So I said, this is my favorite number. This is my favorite person. Do what you will. So since you're born on 27th, it's a gift. Keep in mind, it's a gift, okay? But the experience is to rise only to fall, to love only to lose. Job lost everything except his patience and his faith. And because he was patience and faithful he was restored double everything that he lost so you don't want to start reading job in the middle of the story uh sounds like a tragedy but it's really about being having patience and faith in what it can do and you're born on the 27th so your potential for abundance is that's all i'm gonna say about that you but know, i have to have patience <laughs> and faith and faith and learn and learn to let go Mm, yeah, that's definitely right on. Your year adds up to 19. One plus nine plus eight and one is 19. Okay. One plus nine is 10. One plus zero is one. So you're, you have a gift of leadership. You have the gift of leadership. The number 19 will put you in position of leadership. What does that mean? Like the pen, you're number one. The first, the fastest, the top, the best. It also means you're going to have to stand on your own. And um, that could mean self-employment, but many times it means and a loss comes with that. that a structure that, that you're leaning on and holding on falls down and, and you have to stand on your faith and your patience. 
So unto whom much is given, much is expected. Astrologically, the number 19 is a symbol for the sun. Mm. So you ha- so you have the gift to nurture or destroy. That's power. The gift to nurture or destroy. So if you're out there listening, you want to stay on a good side. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a little levity in there. So let's add it all up. <laughs> let's, let's I usually stay home up. on these days, FYI. <laughs> it's better for everybody. <laughs> so 11 plus 27 plus 19. That's 10, 17, 2, 3, 4, 57, right? 10, 17, 57, 5 plus 7 is 12, 1 plus 2 is 3. Now, the number 57, okay, that kind of goes along with that Job energy. You came here to experience things that would destroy most people and share your experiences. And by people listening to what you survived, feel get up and keep moving and say what feel so bad about feeling so bad i need to get up and go so you came here to inspire others by going through drama and trauma and your soul is so strong like job you can go through it come out on the other side and say look everybody this is what happens if you can believe in god look what i went through you can too that's your birth path. That's the most powerful number on the chart. That's what you came here to manifest and demonstrate. And nothing. We we can change the degree or the scope of our influence by our choices, but nothing can stop you from manifesting that. And nothing's going to stop you from going through those situations and coming out. What you do with it, that's that's up to us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's always the, birth, the birthday also reveals the challenges that we're going to face in order to manifest these gifts. And you find those by subtracting. Your first one is if 11 is a two, one and one is two. If we subtract two from nine, which is your day of birth, that's a seven. So your first challenge was to awaken spiritually and have faith. That number seven is a challenge. He showed up in your birthday when I said Job had faith, so he was able to withstand certain things that would destroy most others. Well, that's your challenge to have faith in your early days. And you did. You you just espoused that. Oh, I, I knew God was real. The second challenge, because the 27, remember, and I'm not, I'm not saying this because I believe you're searching for wealth. In fact, most 27s don't, <laughs> but it's going to come to you because of who you are, because you are a giver and have given and given and given and given without reward. God's going to trust you with abundance. That's just what the story of Job is all about. He came back double. Everything he lost came back double. So the 27 means you're a philanthropist. And the challenge, when we subtract your one, which is your year, from the nine, which is your day, the challenge is the number eight, which means studying finances, um, how to invest, um, 
cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, knee deep in all that right now, for sure. Outstanding. <laughs> outstanding. You see, when you're born on 27th, angels are flying by with a big bucket of cash waiting for you to get ready so it doesn't just blow you over so when you have that wisdom and that knowledge it will be the universe will release it to you and you're going to solve a lot of ills and 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 put it in the right places and you won't be tainted by it but we we still live in a material world so we have to get in there and study it and, and learn the mechanics of it yeah for sure yeah, when I was younger, it would have been a mess if I would have gotten a ton of money. <laughs> you know, just because, I mean, I think I've always felt like, um, well, I was told when I was young by a woman who had come in um, to a place I worked, and she said, I can't remember what she asked me. She asked me, like, my name and I think my age, and she was like, she told me all of these things that were just so dead on true at the time she was like you will never have to worry about money you're like a magician even when you get down to the very last bit more will appear um and i think that that it gave me a little bit too much impetus to <laughs> you know um to to not be uh or to not be too concerned with money i would say mm-hmm. so I was never the girl that would go shopping, but I was the girl who would jump on a plane and go on a trip. <laughs> you know, yes. I wanted the experiences and I wanted to and like just experience life. A lot of 27s have an affinity for the Far East and things from the Orient. Oh man, yeah. I was so obsessed with like Chinese and Japanese history when I was younger. I yes. can't, I mean, I I have a minor in history, not because I ever wanted to, just because I love history. I just, you know, I can't get enough of it. Um, mm-hmm. So your, the, your final guess. Okay. One more. Okay. <laughs> is the number one. Hmm. You were born to lead. You were born to lead. Yeah, my, my family number is one as well. Which, awesome. Which I, I have a lot of very colorful... <laughs> People in my family. So when I learned that, I was like, of course. Because <laughs> we're all like bowling each other over to get to where we're trying to go. Um, Numero uno. Yes, number one. Oh, so much arrogance in my family. <laughs> Have you ever looked at the word money? For those who are listening who don't have a conversion chart, every number is assigned, every letter is assigned a number based on the alphabet. So M is the 13th letter. One plus three is four. Okay. O is the 15th letter. One plus five is six. So we have four plus six. N and E are both fives. One is the fifth. One is the 14th letter. And one is four is five. So we have four plus six and two fives. And finally, Y the 25th letter, two plus five is seven. That's how you turn letters into numbers. And if you add up the numbers in money, it's four plus six plus five plus five plus seven adds up to 27. Oh my. <laughs> well, that's cool. It was, it was right there all along. <laughs> my boyfriend right? will be very happy about that. <laughs> 
It was right there. All this information right under our noses. We all come with a owner's manual, but we don't know how to read it. <laughs> so, okay. So we've got the life path number. And then what was the second most important number? The second most important number is uh, the letters in our birth name. And mm. the letters on our birth certificate. You see, the, the numbers on our birthday, that's God's gift to us. Okay. The number, the letters on our birth certificate is our promise. That's our part of the contract. Okay. Okay. And that's this our is, promise to creator. This was definitely like one of the things that I wanted to ask you about. Um, because as I shared with you, when I was young, I changed the spelling of my first name. Um, yes. A-N-N-A to A-H-N-A. I was, you know, I, I was everywhere I would go. It was like Anna, 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 Anna. And I went home to my dad. I was seven. I totally remember. I was like, am I Anna or Anna? He was like, well, you're Anna. And I was like, well, it's spelled like Anna. <laughs> so I went through several different iterations trying to figure out which one like fit and made sense to me. And I settled on A-H-N-A. Um, and I know I had asked you about that, you know, when you did the mini reading for me, but I know that like for women out there who get married or for people who just decide to maybe change their family name, because maybe they want to kind of divorce their families or whatever the case may be. Um, what are, how does that change us? You are changing your experience when you change the letters in your name, because you're changing how people are responding to you. Remember words are symbolized with letters and numbers. They're vibrations, and we are literally living word. If I had a magnifying device big enough, it would scare us because I'm not solid. I'm literally neutrons, protons, vibrating in front of you. Everything is. They appear solid, but it's not. So um, with that understanding, by changing your name, it's people are addressing you with that different vibration, so it's going to have an impact. Your change was very, very uh, interesting to me in that a similar change was made in the scripture in Egypt by Abram and Sari. Abraham and Sarah in the yeah. scripture. Abraham and Sarah, they both had H's added to their name. Hmm. After God came to them and told them, Abram meant father. Abraham meant father of many nations. And this guy was, was 99 years old, never had a kid. And God was telling him, you're going to be father of many nations. Sarah, her original spelling was Sari, which meant princess. When they added the H, it meant princess of many people. So the H has an expanding influence. It expands your potential. It also means you are in tune with spirit as you have, as you as you said you were, and as I have confirmed numerically with the 11, and once again, with you receiving God's information, telling you, you're here for higher purposes, with the H. H is also a ladder. You know, we think of H as a ladder. Um, it's the eighth letter of the alphabet. And the eight is made up of two zeros. Zero is a... When you turn the eight on the side, it's infinity, which means you have wide angle vision. But it also means as it is above, so it is below. 
as it is above, so it is below. So that is a connection. That's you telling the universe, whatever you want, I'm with it. Mm. I'm going to express you here on the earthly plane. You have a partner here that you can entrust with spiritual information. And I'm going to translate it, not adulterate it, to your people. And that's what that's what you that's what you told God when you <laughs> when you when you added the H to your name. So can changing your name be a negative thing? Oh yes. Oh yes. Sometimes instead of adding some carrots and put see the birth name is is the broth. When we change our name, sometimes we're adding some carrots and some potatoes. That's great. But sometimes we're adding some onions in that stew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to be very cautious and aware uh, of what you're doing. So I think it's because um, I know that you, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that I saw on your website that you do like couples counseling and, and numerology readings with folks. Yes, um, I do. I'm sure that, have you been in a position before where you've had to say like, maybe you shouldn't take his name? <laughs> Well, as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> um, I have been in positions like that, but not in that context. I've done readings for folks and I've seen challenges that they would have. So I would speak of it in terms of here's how you are can address this. Here's how this is probably going to pop up. This can be a way to deal with this situation. Um, you know, but from an empowered think, standpoint, then exactly, yeah, exactly. I, I never, and it's very important. Spirit made this real clear to me early when I was entrusted with with I with what I consider a gift that uh, I should never use the word should. Yeah, I never do that. I lay it out. I tell people, here's what it is. Here's what's going on. You decide. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and, and I think all numbers can work together. Just imagine a song where everybody's singing the same note. Wouldn't that be boring? <laughs> <laughs> well, the great. more notes. Uh, no, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's okay. <laughs> the more notes, the more harmony you have. You know that. There are different notes, but it sounds so much sweeter. So everybody said, you're not like me. You don't think like me. We're on different wavelengths. That's right. God it would be so boring if we all were the same. <laughs> so boring. Like, exactly. I mean, I don't really need it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, so I haven't shared yet, folks. Um, you touched on a little bit, of course, that you've written a book. It's called It All Sums It Up, correct? It All Adds Up. It All Adds Up. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But I loved, I loved the part of the book where, of course, it talks about harmony, you know, with compatibility and relationships. Um, and I was looking at my partner and I's numbers, and I thought it was interesting because both of us, like, um, we have, so both of us have, like, our life path, our destiny, heart desire, numbers are the same for each of us like wow same um not like that's amazing both of us have the same numbers but so he's a four his life path but like his destiny and heart desire numbers are the same they're both fours and mine are all threes um Mm -hmm. but i had to laugh so hard when i read the description of threes and fours because it was like 
yeah, this is this is us. <laughs> Oil <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but it's great on a salad. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that <laughs> the type of person I am, I, I've always enjoyed a challenge and a partner. I've always enjoyed, you know, it's just kind of the way I look at life. You don't learn things from people that just agree with you all the time, right? And yes. you don't grow with someone who's just exactly like you. So I've always enjoyed partners where it was like, you know, we got to figure this out. Right. Um, And Mm -hmm. fortunately I have a partner who uh, isn't scared of, you know, (laughs) the uncomfortable stuff. Like I'm not either. And so we, our relationship is, it's been a a spiritual partnership for sure. But, um, but I was laughing so hard when I was reading that. (laughs) (laughs) um so the the numbers that it's the life path destiny and heart desires numbers which are the ones that you recommend looking at the most for like compatibility is that correct that's correct the uh the life path determines the spiritual foundation the destiny reflects on longevity it's worked out over time and i call the heart's desire the hidden agenda number that's the person you think you think you know that person, but you really don't until you start to live with them, you know. And well, I I like the toilet paper rolling off from the front. You put yours on the back, and you know I, <laughs> that says you know, everything. The, you're you're always losing stuff. I put stuff where it belongs. If you put it in the same place, it'll it'll be there when you know that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there for you. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool to see that, especially with the long-term one, because it was like, I don't think either one of us have ever held anything back from each other. We just are who we are, kind of have been from day one. There hasn't been too much of that. So not that there isn't plenty for us to explore or understand, but is that what that kind of means? Like, I mean, if you're, if you're the same number for all three of those things, then you are pretty much who you are when it comes to You're relationship, right? Like it's not You're like pretty... I got all these hidden things going on, right? Yes, yes. It also bespeaks an old soul. Um, the wiser we get, the more focused we get. So when you see the same numbers popping up, for me, life path seven, birth path, destiny seven, heart's desire seven, the big three, all sevens. So it's like, you know, I, this numerology thing, I didn't have much of a choice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but what a fun, what a fun choice. Yes, yes. You spend you spend a lot of time in prayer and meditation under that seven energy, but you, you know all about that with that 11 energy showing up in your chart um, as well, because 11s are like God's antenna. Remember the old TVs had the rabbit ears on them? <laughs> so when God starts broadcasting, the 11 picks it up first and usually knows what's going to happen before the rest of us do. Mm. So. That's interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in regards to like, you're also um, an ordained metaphysical minister. What does that mean? Well, you made a statement earlier how you had picked up certain degrees from your your search from your quests. Well, 
those were degrees and citations and credentials that I received on my quest, <laughs> trying to find out uh, why I was here, what life was all about. The word meta refers to beyond, beyond. So, and physics refers to the physical world. So metaphysicians are people who study things beyond the physical world. They spend all their time studying things you can't see. <laughs> mm. But the, the scripture tells us all that was created was created by that which does not appear. So as a metaphysician, the best way I like to explain it is if you're looking at a tree, most people look at the, the, the trunk and the leaves, the, the stalk, the, the, the limbs. As a metaphysician, we're more concerned about the roots. You can't even see those, but without those, the tree would die. That's what's sustaining the tree. Yeah. So as a metaphysician, we study the spiritual. Um, it's a holistic practice beyond the physical, spiritual. So you need a tool that will allow you to deal with the spiritual world. And that's where numerology comes in. That's a tool for confirming spiritual things. That's fascinating. You know, um, so I read the Akashic Records. That's one of my gifts with folks. Wow. And, um, that's that 11. In- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. that 11 energy. You, <laughs> you're just connected. That's your gift. Yeah, when I first saw the word Akashic Records, I was like, boop, it just, it grabbed me hard. Um, But the thing I love so much about working in the records with folks is because it goes straight down to the root of whatever it is, you know, that they have questions about. It's like it bypasses all the things so that you can understand the foundational under, like, what is happening at the very root cause, you know, which is like all the other stuff is just kind of information as far as I'm concerned. But when you understand the root, then you can gain compassion for mm. situations mm. and people that you would never, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. It just gives you such a big, broad vision or perspective on what's going on. Um, what a gift. And I've always loved that gift. so much about the records. Um, yes, Edgar Casey refers refers to those so much in his readings. You know, having that gift, what a what a marvelous gift to have to to help people be a service. Yeah, which, by the way, um, I, I kind of segueing into your name change because on the birth on your certificate it was a three, but when you added the H, it was a six. And what triggered that in my mind is that's the number of service. So by accessing those records, you are being of service. And the scripture tells us the greatest among us will be the servants. So you took on that number six moniker, which is sacrificing for others, being of service, putting others ahead of yourself, (laughs) and being a martyr, and being a martyr. I'm going to say it. That's the number six. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good change. Um, so in regards to like numerology, I mean, you can use it for anything, right? Like homes and businesses. Um, what are, what are some of the things that folks come to you searching for help with that are kind of maybe outside of, you know, their typical, like just learning about themselves? Well, recently, in light of the pandemic, when 
everyone had to be still and know. I've been getting a lot of calls, people for readings. They, their routine is stopped. Their definition of themselves has been disrupted because they're not caught up in their work and performing. So people have been contacting me for readings. You know, who am I? Why am I here anyway? And what I found is my test has become my testimony. So people who are searching for the same answers that I was searching for are now coming to me for the answers. So it's God is just so good. Um, so they want to know who they are. Um, so I get a lot of questions about that. A lot of entrepreneurs, they'll contact me. A lot of people in real estate, they'll contact me. What's the best house to buy? Which one is going to be me the most profit? Or where should my office be? If I'm going to do this, what's best for me? Um, so those are the main things. Who am I? Why am I here? Um, entrepreneurs wanting to know the best move that they should make when they're about to spend their money. And then after that would be forecast. People want to know what's coming up. What season is it? For all things, there's a season. I tell people, I'm not a fortune teller. I can't look at a crystal ball and say you're going to meet someone with a pink carnation. There are people with that gift, but not me. Numerology will tell you, okay, it's springtime. It's time to plant. But you can plant any seed you want. It doesn't rob you of your free will, but it will stop you from trying to plant a garden in January. <laughs> it's, just, it's not going to thrive. So readings, forecasts, consultations, you know, what should I do and when should I do it? Um, I get a lot of calls like that. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you about the forecasting. Um, cause you had said, you know, in your, in your book, I was reading that how numerology is like second to none with forecasting. And I, yeah. I started utilizing, um, I don't know how it was that I did not stumble upon like your yearly number before 2020 would have been so infinitely easier for me if I would have known I was in a <laughs> six year, <laughs> like I was, I was, you know, that six is all about that balance between work and family. And I was just trying to work like crazy and things were just falling apart and I didn't understand why. And, um, but I, it was so cool when I like mapped back like the last, whatever, I think maybe 12 years of my life or something with numbers to see like, which it, it just blew my mind. And now I use it like with my clients, like that's something I help them with. I mean, I, I, with my friends and family, cause it's just like, it makes it so much easier for you to understand. And then yes, like your does. month and then your freaking day, like I hadn't even thought about day um, you and know, when I was reading your book and so I was like, okay, I'm incorporating that now too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, if you look at pinnacles, if you look at pinnacles, you can do the same thing with a day, month, day, and year and break it down to every six hours, every four, four cycles, every six hours. That's just for you. Listeners, you probably won't understand what I just said, but <laughs> well, I, did, I can explain it to you. <laughs> I did want, um, yeah, there's so many different things we could talk about, but I did want to ask you about the karmic numbers um, because I love utilizing those again when I'm like talking with my clients um there's a, a session I do life purpose and spiritual guidance session and it's like astrology numerology and human design and where awesome. I primarily focus there with the numerology is on their karmic lessons 
and then on their yearly number just to help them, you know, but I would love to get your take on karmic numbers and what role that they play um, in our lives. Because of course, like, I don't know, when I first saw karmic numbers years ago, it was kind of like, oh gosh, like it freaks me out a bit, but you know, like anything, um, you can look at it from an empowered standpoint, but I'd love to hear your exactly. take on, on karmic numbers. Well, you kind of summed up my take really nicely there. I have a class where I say, challenges in karmic numbers, turning your stumbling blocks into stepping stones. <laughs> so once you know them, you stop tripping over them. It's like that movie, uh, Groundhog Day. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that. Guy oh, kept yeah. stepping in the same hole over and over, splash, 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 till eventually <laughs> he learned to move around that. And ultimately, it led him to a beautiful, made him a great person. He evolved, had a wonderful relationship. And that's kind of what karmic numbers do. They're the letters that are missing from our name. So we shouldn't be afraid of them. You can take those numbers and turn them into stepping stones. And the way you determine what they are, there are the letters. I'm outside. The wind just blew up my nose today. Those are the letters that are missing from your name. But it has to be the entire column. What do I mean by that? Under the number one would be the letter A, J, and S. The first, the tenth, and the nineteenth letter. Those are number ones. So for a, a karmic to have a karmic number as a number one all of those numbers would have to be missing you can't have any a's j's or s's in your name now i don't think we have enough time for me to go through all the letters but <laughs> that's how you determine what they are and if you're missing the number one it means if you don't have any of those letters it means life is going to give you an opportunity for leadership so don't stand back move forward life will meet you and greet you with opportunities and skills and talents to lead if you don't have any twos in your name it's patience and cooperation so you're going to have to incorporate that my name is missing the letters f o and x that's the sixth energy the sixth energy is missing my first name is a two my last name is a four so because that energy is missing i've come equipped to express six energy to be a service to teach counsel nurture give advice but i don't have any of those letters in my name so i have to emphasize that hmm. and, and live a life of service to others putting others ahead of myself so that's what the karmic numbers do they are indicators of how to expiate shortcomings from past lifetimes. And when I say that, I lose a lot of people when I say that, but numerology incorporates reincarnation, like we Groundhog Day. We keep going until we get it right. Now, there are others, present company included, who have chose to come back, who did not have to. <laughs> you had you. <laughs> oh, me? Why do you say that? 27. Old soul. You're born on the 11th. Spiritual connection. When you add your month to your day, you get 38, which was your first life pinnacle, also a number 11. So you, you have all the gifts and qualities of an avatar. You don't stumble into that. Um, 
that bespeaks many, many, many lifetimes. Um, to be thrust into the flesh and still have a consciousness that you're connected to God bespeaks you are an old soul. I tell most of my clients when we're born, well, we have spiritual amnesia and we awaken during the course of life. That's what happened to me. My friend's passing was a trigger. Uh oh, time to get about my father's work. You came in with that intrinsic knowing. So that's that's why I'm saying some people have come here. We all learn on the path, but some people come here not because they had to, but because they wanted to be a light and to continue to be a service to help others get by. And that's why you came back. You, you don't come back with your gifts otherwise. <laughs> hmm. It's like you had one hand with the master and we're reaching out with the other hand. Come on, grab my hand. I've got a connection here. And you have never let go. So you're able to pull people into the light. You're, you can't do that if your hand isn't connected to the light. So that's 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 why I I said that I always have a numeric reason for what I say. I could always trace it back to the numbers and say logically, here's why. I was born on the fourth, May the fourth, the fourth book of the Bible is numbers. I didn't have any I didn't have any choice. It was <laughs> <laughs> it was laid out for you. It was all laid out. <laughs> Here's what you're going to be doing <laughs> and so nothing I else. I think it's an interesting um, dichotomy because it, and correct me if I'm wrong again. Um, so you have a very strong foundation in God and also in numerology why wasn't that ever like a, an, or was it ever an issue for you, those two? Because, of course, you know, oh, yeah. a lot oh. of Christians and a lot of, I mean, you know, it's just like numerology, what? Um, and I think that, honestly, like numerology is one that even Christians are a little bit more open to, you know, kind of like angels, but but still they're not. You know what I mean? Like you were talking about mm -hmm. how they, they kind of, they freak out when you talk about reincarnation and those kinds of things, which this audience is hip too. So we're all good here, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, was that an ever an issue for you or? Yes. Yes. It was a major issue for me. When, when I first started receiving communication from God, he started revealing numbers to me. I ran right to the seminary. I thought, this is my calling. I'm going to be a minister. So I got a seminary and uh, started writing my papers and my exegesis about reincarnation. And man, they went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? How did he get in here? Now my format and my structure and my, my, my technique was indisputable. I, I used to write techniques. I backed it up with scripture. It was like... So they could not attack me there. I got all A's and B's, but it was my philosophy. I was constantly challenged. Um, I went to church and I, I gave um, the minister uh, uh, information I wrote down about numerology. When I came back the next Sunday, his talk was on the evils of and demonology of numbers. I'm sitting right on the front row, just told what a wonderful revelation I had. And he's telling me how evil it is. So I began to ask God, why are you doing this to me? 
you gave me all this information, got me all excited, and people think I have either lost my mind or they're talking to the devil. <laughs> he said, you're not ready yet. You, you know, you're excited, but you're not ready yet. So that's when I um, took my studies underground. I, there, were, there was no Google. There was no numerology for dummies. There was no Amazon. I had to go to the Library of Congress. There was nothing in the library about numerology. I was guided to the Library of Congress where I couldn't take books out. I had to just, I would go to the files, write down six books, give them to a runner. They would go get the books, bring them back to you. And I would cut work and just use my vacation instead of going to work. I'd go right to D.C., find a parking space, go right to the Library of Congress and read eight hours until they put me out. I was driven. I was driven. So ultimately, I started giving people advice, but not telling them where it was coming from. It was, I didn't have any choice. I'd be in a food line checking out, look up, I see a name tag, and God would say, speak. And I would tell them what was going on and give them information. Or I, my dad took me out to buy a suit. Some guy says, today's my birthday. And God would say, speak. I'd say, well, when you get home, the check will be there. You know, little things like that. God would give me messages. And ultimately, people start coming back to me saying, okay, how did you know? You told me this. You know how it wasn't everybody that came back. Most people just took the information and just kept on going. And I was okay with that because I wasn't a spotlight person. I was a in-the-corner research kind of guy going to the library. But part of that seven energy was ultimately... Once you get the knowledge, I'm talking to everybody out there born on the 7th, 16th, or 25th. Once you become an expert, get ready because people are going to start seeking you out. And that's when I had to come up with um, services. And okay, I, I'm going to do readings. Um, I'll do forecasts. You want to name your kid? Oh, okay, I'll do that. I all created my, my numerology services was created from the demand I started getting from people when they realized. I was blessed with the gift. Then I became professional. This lady named um, Hazel Cassell, Reverend Hazel Cassell, caught wind of me in the community, invited me to come to her shop. So I went there. She had a radio show. I was so afraid to talk about numbers at that point from people just running away from me. I just sat there and that, talked about how I love the show and I enjoyed listening to her. And she said, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's great. I'm glad you came by. I want you to come in. And uh, I heard you do something with numbers. I was like, <laughs> yes, I want you to be a guest on my show. I said, okay. So I went on the show. People were calling in. And that's, I love that. When people call in, give me their name and birthday, it just starts it starts flowing you know god i can feel i can feel i'm a channel you, you know what i'm talking about because you're at 11 i can feel i'm a channel um and then from that she gave out my phone number i was kind of naive then <laughs> i was kind of naive now when i do podcasts at some point in time i expect someone to say well how could people get in touch with you but not that was my first radio show she gave out my phone number said if you want this if you want that call craig white like, huh so I had to start scrambling to to meet the demand, and and that's how I became a professional numerologist. <laughs> I think that's just incredible, and clearly so aligned for you. Because <laughs> it, it was... is, it's just it channels, <sighs> it flows, it flows so free. There's nothing else that you could be doing. So when was it? Um, and I want to kind of like wrap up here with like your book. 
So when was it on that path that you decided to write your book? Was this something that, go ahead. Well, well, God told me if you're going to do this, because you're getting ready now. He said, he told me you're, you're, you're almost ready. I'm getting ready to, you know, turn you loose on the world, Craig. Um, so he said, I need you to get some credentials. So I went online, I started looking for metaphysical schools and different colleges. And I found the University of Metaphysics in, um, in Arizona and in California, they have two campuses and they were distance learning uh, schools. You could do it right online. So I signed up for that. And um, part of the task was, you know, you gotta write that dissertation, you gotta write that thesis. Uh, so that's where the book came from. <laughs> um, trying to get that degree, writing those papers. After I did that, I discovered, wow, just a few ends and therefores, I could just put this all together and I've got a book. Uh, so God gave me the title and I was a published author with, with a degree able to, um, you know, at least be recognized in, in some circles to get a chance to share this. And over time it's opened up. And now the time that we live in now, people are searching and seeking and man, I, I would advertise for weeks on a radio station about a class I was given back in 1978 and nobody would show up. Nobody would show up. Now people are seeking me out so I can see God was just preparing me. And I want to tell people out there, if, if you're going through something, have faith. Have faith that God is preparing you, that he's working on your behalf, that if you want to serve him, everything is working out to your good. When my best friend died, I thought it was the worst thing in the world. But I've been able to help so many people. As a result of that, <clears throat> I discovered that this is just one plane of existence. Just like water. Water can be steam. It can be ice. It can be liquid. We have different planes of existence. And this is just a physical plane. We are not physical beings we have an occasional aha experience we are spiritual beings having a temporary physical experience and this is not all there is this is just a university of the soul i'm going to see my friend again absolutely absolutely well and i mean i can't help but even think you know when i read your book and of course i had heard a bit of your story beforehand but i believe that there was a soul contract there made between the two of you where he was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for you because no I love greater you. love, no and greater love, <laughs> no greater love. And he laid out and his I'm life. And I'm going to high five you when you get up here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it went from sorrow to joy with yes. that understanding and that knowledge. It went yes. from sorrow to joy. And now, like you, we are light workers. We're here to spread the good news. Yes, yes. Yep, my last, the last <laughs> podcast that went out, um, Everything Happens for My Benefit, that was the title. And that's just, yes. that's it. So I highly recommend for anyone to check out your book because I read it and I found that it was such a, I have a couple of numerology books, but I really enjoyed how like straightforward yet again, the depth, the depth that you bring to numerology, I think is what is so special about you. Um, well, thank you. Really Spirit is your book. And I think that it's, I just want to share. Um, it's, 
an incredible book for people to get, especially who are starting out in numerology, who just really want a good solid base. But I have several numerology books and I learned about new things in it for sure. So <laughs> great. <laughs> so Thank you. Everyone. Spirit is urging me to share something with you. Um, something you mentioned earlier, how you are, you are pretty much the synthesis of um, numerology and astrology um, and, and how they all come together. Um, and that book is called, you may already have it, Numerology and the Divine Triangle hmm. by Dusty Bunker and Jay Faith. Jay is an initial, not her name, Jay Faith. Dusty Bunker and Jay Faith. Cool. You are going to love that book. <laughs> well, I love triangles too, so <laughs> I will definitely check it out. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thank you for the opportunity to share. Absolutely. Well, we have a lightning round, so so I'm, I'm not okay. letting it go just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all set. <laughs> Okay, so lightning round questions. Number one, what is the one habit that you can't live without? Waking up every day and checking my numbers. That's the first thing I do. I want to know what the energy forecast is. You know, like people get up and check the weather forecast. Is it, is it sunny out? Is it raining? Well, do I need a jacket on today? I check the spiritual forecast. Is somebody coming at me? Is there going to be an opportunity? Do I need to watch out for something? Do there need to be a service? Um, that's I can't. I, I don't want to start my day without checking in. <laughs> and this is this is um, something that you talked about in your book. So for folks who want to do that, you can definitely, if you pick up his book, then you'll be able to, to, to pull yours as well. Um, okay, number two, what does spirituality mean for you? Spirituality goes beyond religion for me. Um, like I talk about a difference between figures and numbers, religion is sort of like of man. You know, I've been to churches where you have to have on the right colors. You got to wear the right suit. They have a lot of right laws. And it depends on who the minister is. When he's gone, another one comes in. I'm in charge now, you know. So to me, spirituality is what relig the people religion were based on were spiritual people. You know, when Jesus said, these and other things will you do? He was telling us, I'm the example. Don't call me father. We have the same father. But when you go to church, they start elevating him, telling you, um, worship him. You'll never be like him. Exactly the opposite of what he said. So I'm like, hmm, religion is a man, but spirituality is a little deeper than that. Okay? doesn't matter if you do three Hail Marys or, or if you say, if you pray facing the, the east, what matters is, are you living by those principles? Are you being kind? Are you being loving? Are you feeding the poor, the sick? And I studied all the world religions in my search, and those were the ties that bind. All of them teach that. But we've had holy wars. Can you believe that? Just that term just doesn't make sense. How do you have a holy war? That's ego, arrogance, pride, religion. 
religion is better than yours. None of the religions teach that. <laughs> That's our part. So to me, spirituality is living by spiritual principles that transcend religion. That transcend religion. One love. The Rastafarians say it best. One love. One love. <laughs> Okay, um, number three, what is your advice to anyone who's looking to find their purpose? Purpose, purpose. Each of us has a contract with creator and we're here for a reason. You can find your purpose. Your purpose is going to involve two things. It's gonna involve your gift, is going to involve your promise, okay? If you see someone, for an example, if you see someone and they're dressed in a police uniform, okay, um, and they have a badge, then you would expect them to solve a crime. So how you, the gifts you have kind of determine what you're going to be doing here. So it's all tied in. So if you have the gift, as you do, of, being the master illuminator and master teacher and your purpose is going to be to use that gift but you can do it many ways so you have to turn to your name to see how you're going to use that gift many 11s are teachers but some don't work in the classroom they're all teachers but all of them work in the classroom so you can express your purpose may be to be in a classroom that would come from your name so your purpose is tied up in your birthday and your name when you put it together i call it your blueprint and your toolbox and you got a toolbox you got a blueprint and based on your tools and what your blueprint says that's what you build that's your purpose okay that's some good information there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you add if you add your birth path and your and your um, destiny number together, that's your purpose. Mm. Adding them together. Okay, there we go. All right, I have uh, so I'm torn. Well, okay, so <laughs> because we have, and I have to ask you this. There's no way that I can't not. It just came back to me. Because right before uh, we started recording, you were going to talk to me about, like, I think the numerology of soul driven. And I was like, no, 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 we have to record. <laughs> so you have to tell me before we, before I ask you the last question, <laughs> before I forget. Well, I was actually talking about the number 27 when I was talking about that. But oh, really? I'm gonna, when, I believe I was getting into your soul number, which was in number nine, when I was talking about you were soul driven. But if we look at the word soul driven, the title for your podcast, we can look at that. Um, oh, the apologies, I misunderstood you. <laughs> it's okay, but it's going to all dovetail. The vow total in soul is in number nine. O is a six, U is a three. Your birthday is in number nine. Your vow total and your name was in number nine. <laughs> so <laughs> this is your purpose. You're expressing it, okay? 
by having something called soul driven, it's you. When we add it all up, it adds up to 13. The numbers in soul is 13. And 13 is a number of transition. People are afraid of the number 13. They won't leave the house. But 13 means change, release, and transformation. Your soul transforms, transmigrates from body to body. We don't die. People think the 13 is a death number. I tell them what's death to the caterpillar is life to the butterfly. We don't die. We transform. We take another form like water, ice, steam. So when the word soul comes up, you're changing lives. You're saving lives. You're literally saving lives with your program because the 13 is God's fire starter. 13 shows up when the fire's out with a can of lighter fluid, a book of matches, and a billows to get the fire going again. So people are listening to your show and being re, re enthused. There's a word, I'm, I'm trying to say reinvigorated. I don't even know if that's a word, but that's what's in my soul, reinvigorated to carry on. I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm not going to adulterate what God is telling me today. You're reinvigorating people. No, it's definitely word, a word. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the word driven, D-R-I-499, that's 22-V, is a 4-E-N-5-4, that's 835, it's an 8, driven is an 8. So we have soul driven, 4 plus 8 is 12, 1 plus 2 is 3, that's your purpose. That's your purpose, your destiny number and your uh, life path, 9 plus 3 is 3, this is you are. I'm not going to say this is your show. You are soul driven. <laughs> the show is just a, a manifestation along with everything else that you are doing. And we can't forget that number eight that's in soul driven because that eight was one of your challenges. And there's great abundance waiting to fall. Well, I keep saying maybe it has, but I keep saying it this way. So maybe it has then great abundance is waiting to befall you when you're ready to receive it, when you know how to invest it. So start doing your what ifs on cash. What would I do if all of a sudden I had a hundred million dollars? What would you do with that? Because the potential is there for it to come to you. Once you have it all laid out and planned what you're going to do with it, that will release it. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm being told with everything I know about numerosity that that's going to happen in your life. If it hasn't already, that's going to happen. No, it definitely has not. So I'm going to be doing my one of statements. <laughs> be prepared. Get ready, get ready, get ready. All right, Craig. So my last question was, how can people get a hold of you? You you do like so many different things. So you've got courses. Of course, you do readings, a wide variety of readings. There's your book. Um, and we'll have all the appropriate links in the show notes for sure. Um, but what are some of like the best ways for people to get a hold of you or how would you like them to interact with you? Well, uh, the best way would probably be to go to my website if you if you want to see the different services that I offer. And that is www.craigeright.com. As you mentioned, you'll, you'll have that in the notes. Um, but I also have a link site where you can um, just get a lot of information about numerology, how it works. Um, I was telling my I was telling my daughter, it's like, wow, 
I'm telling the same story over and over. He says, well, that's that's what people do when you do something. <laughs> you don't you, you have to get used to this, Dad. It's like a, a, a great singer. He has to, people want him to sing the same song. That's what they want to hear. <laughs> so you can visit um, my link page and it'll give you all my podcasts and all the wonderful people i've had the pleasure to meet all the people who have invited me onto their program like anna who opening their doors and their hearts to me now and there was a time i was just calling in the wilderness hello and all i heard was an echo um, so i want to really thank you and give my appreciation um, for giving me uh, the opportunity to, to share my gift and for having the courage to be who you are and also to, to be able to share information with you that your giving is not in vain and all the, the people who have seemingly taken from you, it's going to be multiplied and it's, it's going to come back double because you are here to be God's hand on earth and God is an abundant God and we're coming into a Abundance. You're coming into an abundance cycle. Um, and it's going to flow through you, out through you to others. And it's, it's just going to be so good. The healing that 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 you're here to do is it's amazing. It's amazing. So I know you had to walk that path like me, because when nobody <laughs> believes in you, that's the test. When you're not getting out of confirmation, yeah. you've got to get it from within. Yeah. Why? So you can walk in the liar's den. You can be in the furnace and they won't bite you and you won't get scorched. Yeah. And God prepares us until we're ready. And then he, he puts us out there. Well, it is such a pleasure to have you on Soul Driven. Like, truly, I could just keep talking to you. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for all the wisdom that you've shared. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, like you really made my day with what you shared well, thank about you. me. So thank you very much. Um, it is much appreciated. And of course you are an instrument. <laughs> so exactly. We're pleased to have you. Um, thank you God. Thank you God for this opportunity, bringing your service together to share your light. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. All right, folks. If you were inspired by today's interview, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you're looking to join a spiritually curious community, make sure to check out the Soul Driven Collective. Days are winding down to join underneath the founding members special, or you can sign up for the email list to get podcast updates and other helpful resources. Whatever it might be, don't forget, when you invest in yourself, the world benefits. Until next week.